We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for May 27th, 2018 today. Um, pretty large study. It actually did not start out that way, but it's just continued to grow and grow and grow. Actually, I had this thing done last night, and then uh, since I've been up today, I've had to add to and add to and add to in order to bring it all up to date and bolster the whole subject that we're going to be covering today. Primarily, uh, a lot of it, the first part is going to be on the Tommy Robinson in the UK, that arrest, the travesty of justice that's going on over there, and how this all really relates to the big picture of protecting evil. And in particular, if you really want to go even more and get more specific, the protection of pedophilia, the legalization of pedophilia. And um, that's really at the core of this. So I really believe that there's probably not a subject that would be more near and dear to God's heart than protect, protecting little children from rape, satanic ritual abuse, uh, from pedophiles, you know, child sacrifice, child sexual exploitation, um, you know, pedivore stuff where we talked about Hillary in, in the Huma Abedin tape, which, you know, still praying about that, that tape that's been known for years at this point. That's what this really all boils down to. And so we're going to be taking an in-depth look at that today and see the various ways that uh, the world media and politicians are increasingly trying to normalize that and protect that and use that to literally destroy the planet, defile the whole world and destroy the planet. Because that's really what it boils down to. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And I think that is one of his primary tools to do that, is the subject of pedophilia and how that's being protected in, in, in this world that we live in. Uh, so before we get into that, just some Bible verses on the subject of meekness and temperance. First um, Corinthians 4.21 says, What will ye, shall I come unto you with with a rod, or in love, and in the spirit of meekness. Now, Noah Webster, 1828 dictionary, which kind of, which will define the words in the King James Bible more accurately than they're defined today, because it was written closer to that time era, defines meekness as softness of temper, mildness, gentleness, forbearance, under injuries and provocations, in an evangelical sense, humility, Submission to divine will, without murmuring, opposed to pride or arrogance. Uh, and then we have 1 Corinthians 10, I beseech you by the meekness of Christ. Meekness is a grace which Jesus alone admonished and which no ancient philosopher seems to have understood or recommended. Uh, that's how the Noah Webster 1828 defines meekness. 2 Corinthians 10, 1 says, Now I, Paul, myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent and bold toward you. 
So the Bible does talk a lot about the subject. Galatians 6.1 says, Brethren, if a, man, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in a spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. So that's a good thing to remember when we go to other uh, people, if, if you feel led. And this is not hypocritical judgment, where you have a beam in your own eye and you're judging the speck in your brother's. This isn't what this is talking about. This is talking about if you see a man overtaken or fall. And particularly, this is really, and yes, this could be in a, in a, to the unsaved, but I think this is primarily more a saved person to a saved person. Uh, you which are spiritual, restore such an one. If they weren't a Christian, then how could you restore them? You know, it'd it, it be, so I, I think it's more Christian to Christian, primarily. Ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in a spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest I also be tempted. So when you, when you go to somebody in that particular way, they're going to typically be much more receptive to what you're trying to tell them. If you go to them in a spirit of arrogance or pride, um, all the opposite you know, opposite of gentleness, then they're typically going to put walls up and a lot of times not hear anything else coming out of your mouth. So it's it's a much better spiritual tactic to 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 do. And it's also very, very biblical. Colossians three twelve, put on therefore as elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies so be, to be merciful and we're going to look at the, the word bowels in the, no webster 1828 it does not mean like what we think of it today as like bowel function and these types of things it, it does have that connotation in the webster 1828 but this is the the um in the the way that it's defined in the webster 1828 regarding that biblical uses is bowels means the seat of pity or kindness hence tenderness compassion in a spiritual sense so that's what that means if, if you've ever wondered uh, so uh, I'll go back to the verse uh, Colossians 3.12 put on therefore as elect of God holy and beloved bowels of mercies kindness humbleness and all of these things are related and a lot of times in, in the Bible particularly the King James words that are around one another to, uh, many times will help to define the other words around it it's it's kind of a spiritual um thing that's done in the bible to help to expand a particular understanding uh, of a word so bowels of mercies kindness humbleness of mind meekness okay which is put in there long suffering uh temperance which is like self-control so all of those are, are not exactly the same but but related along the same lines is, is what it means. So these are just just our general everyday behavior toward other people. Bowels of mercy, which bowels, seed of pity, kindness, hence tenderness, compassion, um, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, uh, and temperance, meaning self-control. 1 Corinthians 9.25 says, And every man that striveth for mastery is temperate, in all things and again temperate meaning like having self-control moderation that type of thing 
Now they do it to obtain a corruptible, a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible crown. Meaning, basically, that the the corrupt, the incorruptible crown we are trying to attain is the, you know, the the various crowns that are talked about in the Bible, um, for believers. Okay, once this life is over. Titus one verses eight through nine. But a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, holy, just, temperate, uh, holding fast the faithful word as he has been taught, that he may be able to, by sound doctrine, to both exhort and to convince the gainsayers. So that talks about temperance there and being hospitable and a lover of good men, sober, holy, just. All kind of related things, just in, in ways to live our lives. Titus 2.2, 2, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, and in patience. Just ways to live your life, basically. Second Peter 1, verses 6-7, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, Godless. So this is like one thing to another to another. To knowledge, temperance, to temperance, patience. To patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. Charity is like the fullest embodiment of the attribute of love in the Bible. And um, so I just wanted to kind of cover, I'm, I'm trying to always do, I'm, I've been trying to do a little Bible study before we get into um, the <laughs> horrific news of the day, typically, to kind of set the tone for things. So, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get into just the main part of the study here. And uh, this just happened in the last couple days, this whole thing. Arrested, tried, and sentenced in under one hour for exposing the Muslim child pedophile rape grooming they call them grooming gangs grooming well they're rape gangs they're pedophilic muslim rape gangs that have this special class of protection in the uk and in you know everywhere you go basically in europe where muslims are taking over they've been brought in on purpose by design and they're taking over and they have a special class in protection and you can't say a thing about it or they'll throw you in jail. I mean, I'm talking, you you can't even post on you know Facebook, whatever, about this type of stuff. They'll literally be beating on your door to either, you know, at bare minimum, you know, try to put the fear of God in you that you're going to go to jail or they will take you to jail or, you know, it's just, it's absolute total insanity. And, um... This is what's coming everywhere unless people push back. This is the George Orwellian 1984 Brave New World Aldous Huxley, you know, type of scenario that we're we're looking at here uh, in order to take away every bit of our rights, every bit of our liberty. And um this is what they want to bring to the whole world essentially and particularly and you know where there are the, the the where they're focusing this in on and I've, I've got into this in a lot of the recent studies it's not my fault they're doing it in these areas but wherever 
um, they've had predominantly white races like Canada, uh, America, and the UK, and South Africa. We've done separate studies on almost all of that. And, and this is very, very important for the New World Order to totally strip us of our right to free speech. Second Amendment is, is a gigantic thing for America. Okay, And um, they pretty much got that in the UK already. They already got their, their Second Amendment. But um, they want Islam because, is, because Islam is the most wicked, evil, black death cult, pedophilic death cult on the planet. That's what Islam is. They want that to be the ruling dominant religion on the planet before the Antichrist and the false prophet make their big arrival. Because there's no other uh, cult on the planet that will strip you of your rights and your liberty and your will and your, and your uh, I'm trying to search for the word here. Just your right to exist. There's no other death cult, pedophilic death cult on the planet, that will do that to a greater degree than Islam. There is none. There's none that could compare to it. And I'm talking about the big picture here. I'm talking about big picture because they've got the numbers. And they're encouraged to breed and then go out and rape as many of the infidel women as possible in order... Um, to impregnate them so that they'll have more uh, Muslim children, and uh, it's 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 really hard to comprehend. It's it's everything that I've been talking about for so long, and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And the Bible predicted that this was going to happen essentially because it said, "Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived." The, the, these Islamic animal savage maggots are without conscience. They they are um, they're just demon possessed vessels of Satan, and they're emboldened all the more because they have this protected class by Satan. It's like Satan's um, little helper. You know, they have this protected class on planet Earth now where they can go and do these things and really not have to worry about repercussions. You know, it's not near to the uh, to that degree in America yet as it is in the UK where they're increasingly taking over. But this is what they want to bring uh, I really believe to the whole planet or wherever Satan really doesn't have a firm foothold on things. So um British activist Tommy Robinson, co-founder of the English Defense League, or the EDL, was arrested Friday morning outside a courtroom for breach of peace. For live streaming the court cases of 10 Muslim devils accused of participating in the pedophilic Muslim child grooming gangs, a.k.a. Muslim child rape gangs. Okay, So he was doing nothing, this guy. He was literally standing outside the courtroom, wasn't inciting violence, wasn't inciting a riot, was literally going over, going out of his way to not try to even create a controversy 
all he was doing was documenting, just like a reporter would, was only going over the points that the UK media had already admitted to and, and reported on. And he was, he was um, arrested, though, for breach of the peace. He wasn't doing anything to breach peace at all. This is, this is where this is all heading, where you have no right to a dissenting opinion, freedom of speech, at all, especially if you're white. Especially if you're white. And if that offends people, I'm sorry, but that's, that's the people that this is happening to. If he was black, I do not believe this would have happened. And listen, I love my black listeners. This is not a, a, a strike against them, but I'm telling you, they're using the whole black and white thing as a, as a divisional dividing line to turn us against one another. And I don't want that. I'm just telling you their tactic, what they're doing. I watched a BBC thing where, where and I'll, I'm going to play a little bit of that, where it's all black people in the UK speaking out against and in condemning the whites. And they're trying to create this gigantic, and it, what they're trying to do is just create a, uh, a whole um, swath of, the white race that will not say a word because they're so afraid they're going to be politically incorrect and offend a black person or, or God forbid, a black Muslim, because that's really what it's about, the black Muslims, that they won't say, and that's what they want, because if, if we do that, then what it does is it just gives the green light to Satan, to the Illuminati, to the New World Order, that, well, the white people are, are gelded, and they're not going to say a word, and so we're really going to take over. So, you know... That's the whole key, is that's what they're trying to create. He was standing quietly outside the public courthouse, engaging in video broadcasting via cell phone through the internet site Facebook about a child grooming sexual predator trial. Despite not uttering a word, he was accosted by three British police officers, shown below, or they're shown here, and was being arrested on suspicion they were observing this guy the whole time. He was doing nothing. Okay. Um, suspicion of breaching the peace and incitement. Robinson live stream reports from outside Leeds Crown Court for about an hour Friday morning. He showed men entering the court via the Facebook video until he was approached by officers telling him to stop. So they're in a, a state over there where you can't film especially if it's Muslim pedophiles. That, that's, the, that's the ultimate protected class. Muslim pedophiles. You know, whether they're Middle Eastern or black, it doesn't matter. They are to be protected. They can go and they can rape these little girls. The, the, they target the, the little white girls. Tell them what they want to hear. Get them hooked on drugs. Bring them in. Gang rape them doing this all over wherever they can get their slime, because this is what Islam is. It is a pedophilic death cult. Muhammad, who is their founder, married uh, Aisha, his favorite wife, at the age of six, and supposedly didn't consummate the marriage till nine. I don't believe any of that garbage at all. Yeah, because he was honorable, because he didn't have sex until she was nine. That's still, <laughs> Either way, he's a world-class 
pedophile. And this is what their own unholy, ungodly, satanic, Quranic, and other Islamic writings freely admit to. And that was his favorite wife, Aisha. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later. Um, so what do you expect? The Bible says if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11, verse 3. Well, the foundation of that devil, black devil, pedophilic death cult was always wicked. It was always evil. It was always based on pedophilia and other wicked, evil things. So why would you expect that the moon-worshipping... Um, because that's what Allah is, he's the moon god, this moon-worshipping death cult would not be absolutely corrupt from the beginning as it is corrupt now. You know, a tree is known by its fruit. The corrupt fountain cannot yield good water. It was always evil, it was always wicked, and it always will be. There's no redeeming it. <laughs> There's, there is no redeeming something that is wicked and evil. So, going forward, it says, uh, in a separate video, the far-right activist is being filmed, led away by the police, arresting him for alleged breach of peace and incitement. He's heard asking one of the supporters, can you get me a solicitor? This is ridiculous. I haven't said a word. I've done nothing. He's then filmed by another bystander asking the police officers if he's being arrested on contempt of court. Before he's bundled into the police van, he says, Some, someone laid their hand on me, assaulted me outside the court today, essentially. Other people have sworn at me and threatened me about my mother. And here I am being arrested for saying nothing. Because, see, the Muslims who are doing all this, they're, they're laying their hands on him, they're threatening him, his mother, they're swearing at him. They can do all of that all day long. Because they're a special protected class. Just like lesbian gay bisexual transgenders okay uh just like the muslims okay if you're wicked if if you're evil if you're wicked you are going to have a special protection in this world by satan that's increasingly becoming the norm you're going to have a whole other special set of rules for you that apply to you and then the people that are over on the other side the conservatives the righteous, the pro-Second Amendment, the pro-life, the um, anti-Islam, pro-Christian, pro-good, whatever you know, classification you want, they're going to have another set of rules for them that are totally different than the evil protected class. That is increasingly becoming the norm. So... Uh, Robinson is already under a suspended sentence over the contempt of court at a gang rape trial in Canterbury last year. Because he was doing the same thing last year, same thing basically happened because he was just basically outside a courtroom on a gang rape, a Muslim gang rape trial in Canterbury last year and, and they, they did the same thing to him there. Um, totally unrighteous just like then as it is now. In under one hour, Robinson had been arrested tried and sentenced wow 13 months in jail which is a death sentence because the jails are dominated by these muslim maggot savages 
that are going to kill him. Most likely, unless he's segregated. It's a death sentence. Everybody's basically saying it. Evidently, the, the British jails are totally dominated by these savages at this point. Because even though they're they're that would even though they're of a protected class, they still they, they're they're so flagrant, they're so out of control that the jails are still dominated with them. So determined were the British to conceal what they did, the UK government attempted to silence any conversation about this situation at all by issuing a ban against the press covering the case. This is how unbelievably out of control, wicked and evil things have become. Here's here's a copy. I, I have it in the PDF for uh, this date, uh, May 27, 2018. Uh, at contendingfortruth.com. Here's a here's a copy of the uh, notice to press reporting restriction. <laughs> they literally have a notice to press reporting restriction postponement order in the Crown Court at Leeds. Case number S20180448. You know, devils, I don't really care what you say. Because we got to put our foot down. I mean, it's like they just keep drawing lines in the sand, and those lines in the sand just keep backing us all into corners. There's got to come a point when you say no, no more. I don't care what you say, you bunch of unrighteous devils. I'm going to speak. I mean, look at Jesus and all the apostles. Were they going along with the government? No, they basically all died because they wouldn't do you know, they wouldn't go along so much of the time with what the government was telling them to do. And the whole thing that I, I got into about meekness and temperance at the start of this, there's also, another, there, again, it's you need that biblical balance because Jesus went in and overturned the money changers' tables and, and, and you know, basically called them, you know, called the Pharisees and Sadducees serpents and vipers and got extremely angry and exemplified a lot of righteous indignation. Okay, so you got to have balance. It depends on, you know, what situation that you're in. So, I mean, this is just, I can't, I've just been shaking my head. I can't even believe what I'm, I'm seeing here. Notice to press reporting restriction postponement order. Basically, don't you talk about this. His Honor Judge Marson made the following order under Section 4.2 of the Contempt of Court Act of 1981. Since it appears to be necessary for the avoiding a substantial risk of prejudice to the administration of justice in these proceedings. What a crock of garbage this is. So basically, shut your mouth. Don't report on this. Solicitors from the UK have told me that this judge is what Americans would call a liberal snowflake. They also told me he has terrible breath, severe body odor, and the wig he wears on the bench seems to be so filthy it gives off a malignant odor of fungus and mildew. That's a quote. 
They report that appearing in court before this judge is an exercise in dealing with the most foul stench, a painful excursion into political correctness before a totalitarian despot drone who is so full of himself it makes one sick. I posted a picture of this of this vessel of Satan so you could get a good look at him. It reminds me of Beelzebub, the Lord of the Flies, you know. Flies love evil and stench and, you know, rotting corpses. And that's what this guy smells like when he walks into the courtroom. This is the guy, this is the judge that gave him, that handed down this, uh, I believe he, he he handed down the reporting saying uh, the gag order don't re- nobody can report on this and gave him the 13 month sentence within an hour. No trial, no jury, no nothing. No 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 rule of law at all. None. None at all. Nope. We're just going to usurp all that. We are in Nazi Germany. You know. This is where we're at. That type <coughs> of repression and press censorship was two of the reasons then-colonists in America gunned down British, British troops, pulled British governors out of their homes, and lynched them from trees, beat British magistrate judges to death, burned down their houses, and ultimately overthrew King George III by force back around the year 1776. British law, therefore, cannot be applied to the news media in the USA uh, like the Hal Turner radio show and this media outlet will not comply. Here is the judge who issued the order. Here here is this pompous ASS guy that um, issued this order with his foul, scrofulous, maggot-infested wig that he wears that stinks so bad that you can't even stand being around him with all of his other foul body odor stench as he walks in the crowd. I mean, who does that? Seriously? But see, people that are like this, this guy's guaranteed a world-class pedophile, probably loves drinking the blood of, of little children and, and, and participating in every, every um, vile thing that that you couldn't even imagine and they like to impose their will on people in a lot of different ways severe stench body odor um you know and and a guy like this who i would call a black robe devil in america black robe devil judge they love to impose their will they're so full of arrogance and pride and so demon possessed to the toenails and so love their father, the devil, and Satan, that they want to be like him. They, they want to stink like him. They, 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 they want to they just be like him. They want to molest little children. If it's vile, if it's evil, if it's wicked, they're going to do it. And you put a, a maggot like this in the seat of power, and it's just a, a, a recipe for absolute disaster. Clearly, the British government has forgotten the lessons they were so brutally taught in 1776. Some in the UK say they are starting to feel as though the British government needs to be reminded again. 
It is truly a shame that the one once great Britain has fallen under this hideous mental illness of political correctness. That nation is literally committing suicide by importing thousands of third world savages, Muslim savages, who rape, rob, pillage, burn, and kill anyone. While useful idiots in the police assist the British suicide by arresting anyone who complains about the death of their own country. With mindless drones like police officers shown above, who do as they're told rather than thinking for themselves, it seems to me England is truly on its deathbed. This was a despicable display of politically correct totalitarianism, where a citizen is arrested for merely taking a video on a public street where there is no expectation of privacy because some British government imbecile wants to conceal the crime wave sweeping Britain. Yeah, we, we, we got to protect these pedophiles. Yes, they're raping all the little girls. Sure they are. They're throwing acid on, on the women that don't comply with whatever. They're, they're, they're beating people into, into compliance. They're, they're raping, pillaging, killing, stealing. They're generally mutilating their own daughters. Uh, you know, they're the biggest savages that the world's ever really known as far as a devil death cult. But we have to protect them because they're wicked and they're evil and they're doing Satan's will. So we have to give them, uh, a, you know, all the leeway in the world to protect them. So let's go further. This is, uh, I'm going to play a series of video clips here regarding this and, and give you a perspective on some other people's opinions regarding this case who are more familiar with it than even I am. I, I mean, I wasn't even, I, I was very familiar with Tommy Robinson, but not all of the things going on regarding this particular thing. So Tommy Robinson jailed, sacrificed, uh, sacrificed by the British state. And let's go ahead and play this. This is ridiculous, lads. Do you feel right what you're doing? Here? I haven't said a word. I, so, in fact, someone laid their hand and assaulted me outside court. Yes, Other people have swore threatened at me and threatened me about my mother, and here I am being arrested for saying nothing. I'm threatened to be I've done nothing. Said anything about what? Are you arresting me for Tommy? And the one lady said and threatened to behead me that she was with him. So you know they're Muslims. Okay. It's fine for them to do that. He says nothing though and gets arrested. Inciting on my video. Can you please, George, get me a slicer? Yeah. He's dressed in a nice collar shirt with a with a suit jacket on, dressed very nice, clean cut as you could be, not bothering anybody. And he gets arrested by a gang of white cops. Okay? And it's fine, though, for the Muslims to go there and say and do whatever they want to him, though, and, and any of his supporters. He has actually done nothing wrong. All it would take is for you to go through his video and see he's not, he's even said he's innocent until the proven guilty. He's not innocent until proven guilty. He is guilty. Showing pictures of Hitler and Stalin. I'm sure you're all well aware that Tommy Robinson was arrested outside of a court in Leeds yesterday as he was reporting on the trials of several men involved in a grooming gang scandal. Trials that have strangely been ignored or covered up by our mainstream media. I wonder why. Baffling. Literally, I mean, it looks like there's I don't know, six to eight cops around him. Like, and he's not resisting. 
you know, it's just such overkill. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Isn't it? I'm scratching my head. Tommy does this all the time. He's transitioned into an independent journalist, yet despite him being physically threatened yesterday, and despite a woman he was with being threatened with a beheading from one of our peaceful cultural enrichers, Tommy was the one who was arrested, thrown into the back of a police van, and if I have this correct, was sentenced to 13 months in prison that very same day. Amazing just how effective the police and justice system can be when it comes to dealing with a white guy, isn't it? Shame they didn't show the same impetus and drive during the decades-long Rotherham rape scandal, Telford, and a dozen other recent similar cases in towns all across the country. That would have been very welcome. Before I go on, Tommy has set up a support feature on his website, I've linked it down below. Apparently there's a bunch of fake GoFundMe campaigns trying to capitalise on this, which is one of the scummiest things I can imagine, but it doesn't surprise me. The only way you should give support or donate money is through his official website. Hopefully his team is working hard behind the scenes to try and get legal help, because quite frankly the clock is ticking, and if he doesn't find a way to be released from prison soon, he's in a very dangerous situation. It's no secret that UK prisons are completely dominated by Islamic gangs. I did a video about this early last year, and if you search for reports on Google, you'll be faced with a lot of information. People who have expressed anti-Islam sentiments have been murdered in jail by these gangs. People who have been given short prison sentences were effectively sentenced to death. This is what's going on right now. The British state... And that's what they want. They want to set examples. They want to make sure you go in there. Uh, let me just... A man jailed for leaving a bacon sandwich outside a mosque is found dead in prison halfway through his 12-month sentence. So that's all, that's all it takes. That's all it takes, okay? They want to put the white guys in prison, okay, in these Muslim-dominated prisons because they, they know it's a death sentence, which will further send a bigger message to the white race or anyone that would go against Islam, but particularly white people because that seems to be who they're... And again, if you don't believe that, do just access the, the, the study I did recently on, um, on what's going on in South Africa. I mean, it is a absolute, total white genocide agenda, which is why they're really doing all of this, uh, bringing in the Muslims into the UK, Europe, Canada, and America. That is why they're really trying. And I mean, there obviously there's a lot of different agendas afoot, but one of the biggest reasons is the extermination of the white race. And I'm not going to make apologies for what they're doing. Um. It would be equally as bad as if, it, if they were targeting black races or, or a Chinese race or whatever. But in this particular case, it happens to be the extermination of the white race. And I gave you all of the quotes um, to prove it. I gave you all of the documentation to prove it. So, let's go further. Effectively sentenced to death. This is what's going on right now. The British state know exactly what they are doing. They know that Tommy will be put into immediate and constant danger in prison from people who literally want to kill him and will probably have a good chance in succeeding because, let's be honest, I doubt he's going to be protected by prison security. I doubt he's going to be segregated. 
I can't overstate how serious this situation is. I want you all, if you're British, to contact your local MPs and express your massive opposition to this. There's a petition down below that right now has over 25,000 signatures. And I know petitions are usually useless, but there needs to be at least a visual showing of support for Tommy Robinson and a clear condemnation of the actions of the British state. Contact the Home Secretary, Sajid Javid. And yeah, he probably has no interest in this whatsoever, but the least we can do is flood his inbox so his team cannot ignore us. I know this doesn't seem like enough, and I agree, it isn't. I'm truly quite lost right now as to what else we can do that will have a lasting effect. Pray. The urge is there to do something stupid. Pray. Loose the angels of God. The, I mean, and this is with any situation, okay? Jesus said, whatever, you know, you bind on earth is bound in heaven, whatever you loose on heaven is, be, you know, loose on earth. So, we have that power, okay? And I've got into this in previous studies. We have that power as Christians to loose angels from heaven in order to accomplish God's will on earth and to bind things on earth, okay, that need to be bound in order that the angels can work, the good angels. And I'm, and when I mean bound, I mean you. We're, this is a spiritual war we're in here. We battle not against flesh and blood. Okay, Even like with Islam, what are you really dealing with? Well, yeah, you can look at the human vessel, but what you're really dealing with is a vessel of Satan that is a container for devils and demons. Bind those devils and demons and evil entities up. Rebuke them and ask Jesus to cast them into the abyss because he has that power. How do I know that? You look at the, 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 the maniac at, at um, uh, Ganoderma or whatever, that particular place in the Bible. I know I butchered the name. The one that was in the gravestones and he says whatever, basically, and I'm paraphrasing, don't cast us into the abyss, Jesus. They're asking them to not do that. Cast us into the herd of swine. They didn't want to be cast into the abyss. That was what they begged Jesus not to do. So that's exactly where I asked Jesus to cast them into. Because I show no mercy in this spiritual war. I show no mercy to the devil. As he would show no mercy to me. It's one thing to have mercy one to another. And, and as, as another person. But when we're dealing with Satan. And we're dealing with his, his kingdom. We're dealing with that battle. Where does it say in the Bible to have mercy on devils? No, no, no. I asked Jesus to cast them into the abyss. And then I also asked him that none more would be able to come to take their place. Because what would good would it be if you just, Jesus cast them into the abyss? I asked him to cast them into the abyss until um, they be cast into the lake of fire. Because if you just say, well, just cast them in the abyss, well, how long? I'm very big on being specific in prayer. Cast them into the abyss until they then be cast into the lake of fire, which is their ultimate end that way they can't they that way they can't re-roam the earth and and if you think about it if a pedophile gets killed and you're like oh good i'm glad that's over no those devils just go into someone else it should be something that we think about in prayer where we're asking god to to bind up these devils in these people and and especially when they're killed okay or like, let's say they're killed, whether it's a Muslim killed or, or, or a person on death row, a pedophile that gets killed. Ask God to bind them up, cast them into the abyss. Jesus to cast them into the abyss, until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place. That's how I pray about this kind of stuff. And I'm really encouraging my listeners to do that because this is the war we're in. See, 
every one of these videos that we're talking about today, they're not going to tell you what I just told you. They're not going to give you that option. And I don't mean, and I don't mean to say everybody we're listening to today is not Christians, but they're not looking at it from a spiritual standpoint. They're looking at it from a purely physical standpoint. It's a big reason I do these studies so that we can go beyond what we're seeing in the physical and fight it from a spiritual aspect. That's why I do what I do uh, regarding these particular subjects. Uh, to war a good warfare, to put on the whole armor of God. For the weapons of a warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. Okay, so militantly speaking, from a spiritual mindset, that's what I'm talking about. And, and so I just feel like if Christians were doing that in mass, this world would be a very, very, very different place. But you also have to have the faith to believe that what you're asking for is actually happening in the heavenlies and on earth, meaning the binding and loosing of uh, the the loosing of angels and the binding of de demonic spirits and things of this nature. Um, and that's faith. That's faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So I just wanted to interject that because ultimately we could sit here and I could do a study and we could just wring our hands about it and get all mad about it, but I've, I've given you no spiritual remedy. I'm giving you the spiritual remedy. And I know there's other ways. You, you, you can pray and fast, which even supercharges the prayers even more. You know, Daniel, when he did the, the, the Daniel fast, where he, he, he wasn't eating certain foods and stuff for 21 days, and it said the, um, when the angel finally got to him, he said, I've been hindered, I believe, by the Prince of Persia, particular very, very strong uh, fallen angel that he'd been hindered. But because he persisted through in that 21-day fast, he finally was able to break through. So the fasting was the difference in that particular uh, regard. So we have weapons at our disposal. And I didn't even get into all of them, but anyway, let's go further. And rash. And I understand all the frustrations of people who message me saying these sorts of things. But whatever we do is going to reflect on Tommy in one way or another. And our paramount concern should be his well-being and physical safety. That's clearly what we should be focused on right now. This is where Britain is, and we, the normal people of this country, are being held in such contempt and regarded with such disrespect that our enemies will be sitting at home right now, rubbing their hands together with big smiles stretched across their faces. They have the government, the police, the court system, yep. all of it in yep. their pockets. If you've sat back, but we and have God, we have this Jesus. Won't affect you? You're wrong. It will, and sooner than you think. Now is the time where we have to speak up. Always remember that. Always remember that. The odds can seem insurmountable. But you know what? My God, Jesus Christ created the universe. All things were made by him. And without him, that was not anything made that was made. Okay, that's what the Bible says. So top that, Satan. He can't top that. Okay, so just always remember that. We're on the winning team. Okay? In the end, the devil and his fallen angels and his followers are burning in the, in the lake of fire. They're on the losing team. And God is all-powerful. Noise ...and fight against this pure authoritarianism which is being perpetrated by our so-called leaders. They were looking for any excuse to lock up Tommy Robinson. He was a problem for them. His support was growing. So they found something, something tiny, and acted swiftly. 
the punishment far exceeds the so-called crime, a breach of the peace. Excuse me, what peace? There is no peace. And there hasn't been for a long time. This will happen to all of us if we don't stop it. People get arrested regularly for social media posts, for saying something someone else doesn't like, and all of us will be exposed to the same dangers in the coming years. This is political intimidation. I dare say it's political... And it's good because there's some black people... Mar there's, they're showing this... They're, they're, they're marching in the streets over this. Over there. Now, there's a total media blackout, but there are black people marching in the streets too, which is awesome. I love it. Okay? Because then, you know, if we could break down these, these stupid barriers or whatever that the New World Order has created to have this black-white racial division garbage... You know, oh, they don't want that, boy. Oh, Satan don't want that. He wants us all warring against one another and hating each other, and it's garbage. Okay, so that's another thing I want to interject in here. Violence, because the state is using force against the citizens purely to put them in a mindset of fear, to trap them and convince them to keep their mouths shut and accept all the horrors that will be dumped on them. They want conflict. They're actively trying to instigate it. These people aren't stupid. They understand that going after Tommy Robinson will only grow his support, and the support for similar individuals, groups, and causes. They want this so they have an excuse to crack down on us further, to tighten the screw, to convince everyone else that drastic measures must be taken. We live in terrifying times, and while I've always tried to be an optimist, while I've always hoped that things in Britain would get better, I think they're about to get a whole lot worse before any of that can happen. But like I said, right now, the most important thing is Tommy's safety. Look at the links below, sign the petition, contact your MP, flood Sajid Javid's inbox as I have done, get your friends and family to do the same, share this video as well as the many others that have been made. It doesn't feel like enough, I know, but it's something, and we have to play this smart. Thanks for watching. I'll see you soon. These are all all independent journalists reporting on the Alex Jones. I will have to say was the first one I found out about this with. He was going nuts last night over this, and I appreciate him for doing that. I mean, I'm not saying I've given some blanket recommendation of Alex Jones or anything like this. I've given a lot of warnings about him in the past, but I'm I will say he was, I mean, absolutely totally livid, and a lot of other independent journalists were up there. Uh, getting into this as well okay and um i give you the um uh all the, the links that he talked about i have them in this pdf the um support tommy if you want to financially support him sign the petition uh contact that Sajid javid whoever guy th that could do something about this this uh, uk politician um i give you all the links here okay if you want to do that and um, now let's go to the next one. Tommy Robinson arrested in prison, media silence. This is Stefan Molyneux. They used to come in the middle of the night. They used to loudly or quietly, loudly if they wanted to frighten your neighbors, quietly if they wanted everyone to become even more paranoid, and they would take you from your bed and they would drag you out into the cold, they'd throw you into the back of a van, they'd drive you to some detention facility, you may or may not get some kind of show trial or some judge's sentence would be handed down, and then you would be whisked off to some gulag or concentration camp where you may survive, you may not survive. Maybe you would have enough to eat, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you'd have enough clothing for Siberian winters, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you would have some medical need that wouldn't be taken care of, Maybe you'd survive, maybe you wouldn't. That's how they used to do it behind the Iron Curtain in Nazi Germany in Mao's 
China, wherever the steely pseudo-legal tentacles of the fascists and police states close around the formerly open-to-speak throats of the general population. Tommy Robinson was arrested today. Why? There was suspicion of what is called breaching the peace. I'm no lawyer, but from what I've read, breaching the peace is you're engaged in an activity which is either immediately causing a violent situation or just might cause a violent situation, which means, of course, given that law, anytime you want to shut someone down who's doing something you don't like in public or speaking in public, you simply threaten them with violence or threaten a violent situation, and then they have no free speech. Tommy reports that he himself was pushed, was shoved, but the police did nothing about it, but they arrested him. Now, what was he doing? He was live-streaming, reporting on the trial of a child rape gang, and now he has been sent, as far as I understand it, straight to prison. Straight to prison. He's going to have to serve out a prior suspended sentence. Why? Why? What was his previous sentence? So, last year he was arrested for contempt of court after trying to film Muslims who'd been accused of these child rapes outside a court in Canterbury. Now, this is terrible enough, what happened to Tommy this morning in the UK. But there is another dimension to the story that is, I hate to say even more chilling, but has, let's just say, wider ramifications. So, stories about this arrest and almost immediate imprisonment of Tommy Robinson are being, in real time, erased from the internet. Why? Because the British government has put restrictions in place which bans any reporting on the matter. So, he... From that scrofulous, vile, infested judge that issued that. ...was arrested, though, I mean, I'm sure he would claim, and I certainly didn't seem to see that he was doing anything to incite violence. He was arrested. And now, you're not allowed to write about it. Not allowed to talk about it. So articles from the Birmingham, Birmingham Live, the Mirror, <clears throat> RT, Breitbart News, the Daily Record, they've all been scrapped. They've all been taken offline in the hours following Tommy Robinson's arrest and detention. So, by all indications, he has been sent straight to jail. Do not pass go. Go straight to jail. Now, jail is terrible enough. But the jails that Tommy are going to are most likely filled with a lot of people who hate him and want him dead. The last time that Tommy was jailed, other prison inmates tried to dump boiling sugar water on him, and people have not fared well in jail. 2016, there was a man who put bacon sandwiches outside a mosque. He was jailed, and less than a year into his sentence, a year for a sandwich, less than a jail. year into his sentence, he was found dead in his jail cell. So, that's justice. What does this mean? The man is a, a father, the man is an activist, the man is a reporter, and he was reporting on some of the most heinous crimes to have come out of the UK publicly since the Jimmy Seville multi-decade cover-up of unbelievable levels of child abuse. And this is the absolute state of the UK. 
I grew up in the UK, and I would have, at one time, have fed my life to the wolves to protect it, because it seemed such a noble ideal of fighting National Socialism, of free speech, of property rights, of a civilized society. What has happened? What has happened now that if you are trying to report on crimes against children, that you are raced, that you are vanished from society and thrown into a situation of almost bottomless danger and threat. That if there's a journalist that is reporting on things the government doesn't want you to report on, what happens to that journalist? What happens to that journalist? Are they then arrested? Thrown in jail into an environment where the fellow inmates may be the one, maybe the ones who hand out the death sentence that the government may just in fact prefer. And so my question is now, where are all the journalists around the world now that this has occurred? Where are all the journalists who went completely mental when there were even vague allegations that Putin poisoned journalists, you see? Who survived, as Tommy may well not? Where is the outcry? Where is the pushback? Or is the government correct in its assessment in the UK? Is the government correct in its assessment? that any protests will be full of sound and fury but signify nothing? Are they so confident in their capacity to shut down dissenting voices that they can do this and be certain that they can get away with it? Where are the reporters? Where are the activists? Where are the protesters? The arrest occurs. The judgment is swift and terrible. If you look at how long it took decades and decades for the British government to deal, even to some small degree, with these rapes and tortures and predations and trafficking upon little girls, it took them decades to act, and maybe even the advent of the internet to shame them into action. And look how quickly they acted in this instance. priorities, I think, are clear. In 1984, George Orwell wrote about the erasure of history, about the rewriting of history. He wrote, the past was erased, the erasure was forgotten, the lie became the truth. And now we are seeing the dismantling of civilizational protections in real time. Now we are seeing the undoing of rights and speech and voice in real time. We are seeing the disappearing of people in real time. In 1984, the sentence was, the past was erased, the erasure was forgotten, and the lie became the truth. Now, this is not even happening in the past. Now it is happening right now in front of us. People are arrested. Articles vanish. Now, it is the present that is erased. And the erasure is buried. And today, it seems, at least. So, these verses came into my head 
they come into my head a lot, actually. Isaiah 59. I'm just going to read you some of these verses. And um, it, it just basically describes, I, th- I think, a lot about the, the days and times that we're living in. And in some parts of the world, it's worse than others. Um, their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. That was verse 6, part of verse 6. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. And I really think about, like, when I think of the, the, the wicked, evil politicians and the wicked, evil Muslims that are just bent on evil. They just love evil. They love their father, the devil. And, and of his works and of his lusts, they will do. And their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity, wasting, and destruction are in their past. The way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. And the word judgment in this particular sense means true righteous judgment. Oh yeah, they'll judge other people because they don't go along with their own black, wicked, evil, pedophilic death cult. But that's not what this is in reference to. This is in true righteous judgment, which God loves which is something we should be praying for, God's righteous judgment, which is why I go back to Psalm 64. And if you don't know about that, just can Psalm 64, contendingfortruth.com. A Christian's door of hope, judgment on the wicked, always results in good things. Uh, they have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Therefore, because of all this that we just mentioned, therefore judgment true righteous judgment is far from us i mean there, there's is there any judgment in the scenario that i just laid out what's going on in the uk now with tommy robinson i mean where they protect these pedophilic muslim savage child raping grooming gangs is that true judgment is that justice where they have a special protected class and you can't even go and report on it peacefully outside a courtroom without going to jail for 13 months knowing that's a death sentence? Is that drug judgment or justice? That is the opposite of it. Therefore, judgment is far from us. Neither doth justice overtake us. We wait for light, but behold obscurity. For brightness, but we walk in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. Which is increasingly becoming like the the state that we find ourselves in. We roar like bears and mourn like sore doves. We look for judgment, but there is none. True righteous judgment. For salvation, but it is far from us. Why would, why would it bring up salvation? Because do you think in this environment, in the UK, there's a lot of people getting saved? And I'm just using that as an example. I'm not saying that's not going on. I mean, I mean true, righteous, Christian, born-again conversion. Do you think a lot of people are getting saved in that environment? I doubt it. I really, really doubt it. For our transgressions are multiplied before thee, meaning God, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, as for our iniquities we know them. In transgressing and lying against the Lord and departing away from our God. And this is a big reason this is happening to Canada, to the UK, to America. And I'm just using them as examples. In transgressing and lying against the Lord and departing away from our God. And that's the main reason. This is all, it's giving the devil a right 
to make this all happen. Speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart of... And I'm not condemning like my listeners. I'm just saying people that would identify themselves as Christians in general. I mean, the the Christian church in the UK is, is you know... I've, and I'm not saying it's great here in America, but I, I have heard just, you know, it's basically like dead over there to a, to a large extent. I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying to a large extent. And when you have that dynamic, sin, wickedness will always fill that vacuum. That's what's going on here. In this particular case, it's, it's Islam, pedophilic Islam as a special protected class being protected by, you know, the um, the governments over in the UK. That's what's filled the vacuum because the Christians, for the most part, have abdicated the battlefield. So wickedness is filling the vacuum. And judgment is turned away backward and justice standeth afar. Wouldn't you love to see some justice real justice wouldn't you love to see hillary and obama and bush and all of these devils these pedophilic devils that that sacrifice little children and drink their blood and torture them before they kill them and rape them and do every manner of wickedness against them wouldn't you like to see some justice justice against them in the name of jesus christ that's what i pray for and i'm not going to stop praying for it in the name of jesus christ until god says i can't do it anymore or until he takes me out of here I'm not going to quit. They'll have to kill me before I quit. And that's up to God when I die. And judgment is turned away backward and justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street and equity cannot enter. Yea, truth faileth and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. Isn't that what just happened to Tommy Robinson? He's trying to point out all of this wicked child sex pedophile Muslim sex gang grooming over there. He's making himself a prey. Like an animal has his prey that he goes after. It's P-R-E-Y, not P-R-A-Y. Prey, like a lion goes after his prey. Yeah, that's becoming the norm. He that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. And the Lord saw it and it displeased him that there was no judgment. Oh, judge not lest you... And that's all you'll hear from like lukewarm Christians. They're taking it totally out of context. When Jesus said that, judge not lest you be judged, it was when you judge a speck in your brother's eye and you have a beam in your own. Jesus said, judge righteous judgment. If we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged, the Bible says. So, you have to have everything in context in the Bible. This type of, of, of thing that we're reporting on today, we need righteous judgment. It displeased God that there was no judgment. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor, meaning a prayer warrior. Therefore his arm, 
here's what God did because there was no judgment that there was no man and wondered that there was and I'm not saying there's no intercessor and there's no man and I'm not saying my listeners aren't praying and other people aren't praying but I'm saying in this particular context in the Bible it it got this bad where evidently there wasn't even one man or one intercessor praying or contending for truth what did God do what was the ultimate what was the result of all this Therefore, his arm, God's arm, brought salvation unto him. And his righteousness, it sustained him. God's righteousness sustained him. Because there was no righteousness on earth when he looked down. It was like Noah's day. You know? Man's thoughts were only evil continually. And on, but Noah found grace in the, God, in the sight of God, essentially. God had to wipe out the whole world, save eight people and, and the animals on the ark and, and everything, uh, all the creatures on the ark and start over. But God's arm brought salvation unto him. In that particular environment, there's no salvation. Nobody's getting saved because it's wicked, evil. There's no judgment. There's no justice. There's no equity. That's what happens. That's why you're not going to see a lot of people getting saved in that environment. No fear of God at all. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation upon his head, and he put on the garments of, ze of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. So when God's vengeance comes when this environment exists it's not far off can't be god doesn't let this stuff go on forever praise god he doesn't <clears throat> according to their deeds accordingly he will repay fury to his adversaries recompense to his enemies to islands will he recompense so they shall fear the name of the lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun when the enemy shall come in like a flood yes praise the lord jesus christ the spirit of the lord shall lift up a standard against him that's what's coming that's what's coming praise the lord jesus christ that's what's coming it makes me cry i want it so bad I want him to wipe this wickedness out. I pray to God he does. That's all I have for part one. We'll go to part two next. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 
2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Kickery, NC 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.